Hey everyone, welcome to Homer's Dope Nuts, a weekly Simpsons podcast where I, the Simpsons guy, and my co-host El Ray discuss and review every episode of The Simpsons ever made. We break down the episodes, discuss some of the references, and try to connect our younger listeners with the Simpsons family and how life has changed since the inception of the show over 30 years ago. We hope you enjoy it and provide feedback as we're always looking for ways to improve the show. Hello, all of our faithful listeners. This is El Ray here to tell you about Music House. Music House is a store by musicians for musicians, focused on the day-to-day needs of beginners to professionals alike. Music House helps you bring the music home. Whether you need supplies for band class, strings or sticks for a gig, acoustic treatment for your home studio, or even recording specialties, we are stocked and experienced to help you find a solution. Music House is located in Northwest Corpus Christi off Highway 77 easy access to South Texas musicians. Follow us at Music House CC on your favorite social media platform or visit us at musichousecc.com for more info. And that's M-U-S-H-A-U-S. Hi, everybody, and welcome back for another episode of Homer's Dope Nuts. As always, I am your host, the Simpsons Guy, and I'm joined by El Ray. Ahoy, ahoy, everybody. Interesting couple of days to start the uh, second semester. To say the least. Mm-hmm. In, for me, in unknown waters. <laughs> but it's cool. Yeah. Keeps me on my toes. I like it. Yeah, but it doesn't allow you to be lazy. So yeah. it forces you to actually do something. Mm-hmm. So I guess it's a double-edged sword. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I don't want to get complacent in what I do either. So it's a nice little shock to the system. Yeah, yeah. It's always good uh, to learn something new anyway, so. Yeah, gonna throw a monkey wrench in there every now and then for the hell of it, right? Yeah, yeah. It's all good. Uh-huh. All right, guys. Uh, that's enough nonsense for now. And we will get into the next episode of The Simpsons Saga, which is titled Lisa the Vegetarian. Doesn't sound very uh, tasty. No, it does not. No. This is the fifth episode in the seventh season, and it originally aired October 15th of 1995. And we're going to start with the traditional uh, chalkboard and couch gags. So the chalkboard gag today is one I wish more people would see. Uh, Bart is writing, the boys' room is not a water park, over and over again. Yes, uh, this is uh, very true. Yeah. But anytime you go, there's water everywhere. It just it does not make sense to me. I, I've never understood that. No. Do these people not have a bathroom at home? Do they not know how to use I, it properly? I don't. It's just one of those things. Actually, I shouldn't just blame the school kids, right? Because no. if you go to any public mail, yeah, it's, it's not very. Uh, yeah. No, it's just wet. Everything's wet. Mm-hmm. I don't get it. Me either. But oh well. And the couch gag, pretty cool actually. I like this one. Everybody's running in, but they're not in color, right? Mm-hmm. Actually, they're just kind of like blobs, mm-hmm. and they form onto the couch in their shapes, and then they're like airbrushed. Spray painted, right, with color. Mm-hmm. And then I like the end of it because the little thing shoots out the eyes real quick. To get them on there. It's pretty awesome. It's pretty so, uh, good aim. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a really cool couch game. I yes, do like is. that one. Yes. Just animation-wise, it looks really good. Yeah. At first I saw it, I was like, wait, let me see that again. Because it, yeah. it was a little busy there for a second. So I wanted to see if I missed anything. So, yeah, it is a really good couch guy. All right. 
This episode opens up in the car. Yes. They're on their way somewhere, and Grandpa is with them. And Grandpa, as only Grandpa could do in this episode, are we there yet? And of course, Homer's driving. No. Are we there yet? No. Are we there yet? No. Where are we going? <laughs> that was a nice touch right uh -huh. there. Very confused too. Right? Yes. Uh, I want to know where, why we're not there, but more importantly, where is there? Where is there? Where is there, yeah. And so Lisa, in a very bad mood, right, is uh, saying, we're going to Storytown Village, Grandpa. It's an amusement park for babies. And Grandpa's like, ooh, just leave me in the car with the window cracked, cracked open a bit. Yeah. And Homer says, that's the plan. <laughs> very happy. Uh-huh. And Marge is like, I think it's nice we're doing something Maggie will enjoy for once. Besides, I'm sure Storytown Village will have something for everyone. From eight, she points to Lisa, to God only knows, as she points to Grandpa. Yep. <coughs> wouldn't you know it, to their disappointment, and you hear everybody in the car go, ah, because as they drive into Storytown Village, the sign slogan says, fun for ages one, two, seven and a half. Yes. Yeah. The day over that, it's not going to be fun for you. Mm -hmm. So the whole family, minus Grandpa, all walks up to the Three Little Pigs exhibit. Yeah. Ride. I don't know. Well, that's like well, it's a, a little show. It's a little animatronic, animatronic show. Like a right? Chuck E. Cheese kind of show. Uh -huh. And it's a mechanical wolf and three mechanical pigs. Uh, and they're kind of like, and of course, the pigs are in the little house, right? And they're and in the straw house. They're in the straw house, yeah. The wolf is like, come out, come out, or I'll blow your house in. And of course, you hear the pigs, right? Not by the hairs of our chinny chin chin. And by the way. It doesn't they, sound like that at all, right? Yeah. And by the way, they don't have moving mouths. No. They have a speaker where the mouth should be. Uh -huh. That's how low budget it is. Yes. And it sounds like one of those um, drive through speakers back yes. in the 80s and 90s. Real <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And Bart goes, what a load of crappy crap crap. So Homer says, quiet, boy. I have a feeling some bad stuff is going to go down. So apparently Homer doesn't know the story. Yeah, he does. I, I would not be surprised. So Marge turns to Maggie. This is where the wolf blows the pig's house. Blows down the pig's house. And Bart is awesome here. He says, he blows all right. He blows big time. <laughs> uh, and Marge fails to see the, uh, what he's catch saying. that, right? And Marge's like, that's it, honey. Get into the spirit. So we see the wolf kind of blowing on the on the house, right? And it kind of tilts back a little bit. Mm -hmm. And it falls back down. And then... Everybody's bored. Uh -huh. like, kind of just staring. And then we see Maggie who's... Yes. And she's like to pass the fire real really fast. Really fast, yes. Super into it. Uh-huh. And so Homer's like, that was good. Not great. <laughs> I, don't I don't know what he expected, right? Yep. So then the scene will uh, change into the Three Bears' house. Yes. Of course, Goldilocks and the Three Bears, right? Mm -hmm. And so we see the bears there. Mechanical, of course, and the father bear says, Somebody's been sleeping in my bed. And, and then, <laughs> this is funny. Yeah, the mother, this is even worse, right? You don't. You can't tell what the mother is saying because it's so distorted. You see, <laughs> and the 
and then the baby there, somebody's been sleeping in my bed. And Grandpa wakes up from the baby's bed. He says, well, I'm sorry, but it was 150 degrees in the car. Why would you go for the smallest bed? That's I have no idea. I'd look for the biggest one. That'd be comfortable. Yeah. And so we see Bart off on his own, right? Mm-hmm. And he's going to this ride, the Toddlerville Trolley, right? And there's a the height requirements like you see on rides, everybody, but it says you must be shorter than this to ride, right? It's the kids' ride. Yeah. Okay, so Bart limbos under the uh, the sign, humming to himself, right? Mm-hmm. And so he gets on the on the ride, and he's laughing, right? He thinks he got away and says, so long, sucker. But before he can get there, he's too tall. The train's taken off, and boom, he goes face first into a little tunnel mm-hmm. that's supposed to be there, right? Yes. And then the tunnel keeps going, and then it takes out poles and trees and all this other stuff that's there. And apparently it's supposed to be a big Paul Bunyan yep. standing there. You're supposed to go underneath him. But Bart's face hits him, boom, right in the crotch. Yep. And then the, what happens is the top of the, the thing axe. falls and the axe cuts Mother Goose's head off. Yes. And but the, all the kids cheer. They don't, they're not traumatized. They're just, yeah. <laughs> like, wow, they killed Mother Goose mm-hmm. in this. Yep. So then the scene will uh, turn into Little Bo Peep's petting zoo. And Homer is waving a can in the goat's face, Marge and Maggie are just watching him. And Homer's like, come on, eat the can. Come on. Oh, so Simple Marge, pleasures. Yeah, Marge's like, you're supposed to feed them the pellets from the machine over there, right? She points towards the machine. Uh-huh. So Marge takes Maggie over there, and she puts, her, uh, puts Maggie on the ground. She puts the coin into the pellet machine. She turns the, the dial. All the pellets come out, but they cover Maggie. And, of course, all of the goats hear and see that. So they turn around and they go for the food. And it doesn't take them very long to finish it. So then they clear out, but no Maggie. Just a pacifier. Just a pacifier. So Marge is a little worried, right? She's like, oh, my. And she looks over at uh, a llama, Mm -hmm. right? And the llama starts scratching itself. And then, plop, Maggie falls out of the fur. (laughs) So Marge goes and picks her up. And they see this cute little lamb, and they all go, aww. Yeah, the whole family, right? Uh Then they turn a little bit more, and they see a smaller, cuter lamb. Yeah, they're, aww, again, right? Uh But then they shift even further to the left, and we see a little, cute, cute little baby lamb. And then they're just, aww. Uh And as that happens, the lamb before that kind of walks into the frame. And Homer says, out of the way, you, and knocks him out of the way. <laughs> and, I love that yeah. about Homer. That's yeah. a good running gag because he does that, um, you know, in other episodes too. Yeah. Like with the uh, with the puppies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Get that cat out of the way. I, I love that Homer does that. <laughs> yes. Uh, Homer. Uh, He's all about the cuteness. Don't yes. Don't, 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 don't interfere with his... Uh, Pleasure centers, yes, right? Exactly. With his pleasure centers. Don't mess with them. So Lisa pets the smallest lamb and she says, Oh, you're so cute. Yes, you are. I just love you. Right. And so Marge is there giggling and she says, See, it was a good idea to come after all. She got something out of 
out of it. And then we hear the loudspeaker, mm-hmm. right? And the voice over the loudspeaker. And it's supposed to be Mother Goose, right? She says, okay, attention families, this is Mother Goose. The following cars have been broken into. And then it stops there. Now, I didn't notice. Mother Goose sounds a lot like Lunch Lady Doris. Yeah, she did. I wonder if it's the same voice actor. I'll have to look into that. But yeah, 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 it does look like Lunch Lady Doris. Sounds like Lunch Lady Doris. So, next thing we know, we see the family pulling into the garage of their house. And uh, there's the back windshield has been uh, broken. broken into. And Homer hears a large party going on next door over at the Flanders. Yes. Right. And uh, we see a sign. It says the, fam- the, the Flanders family reunion barbecue. Ned is. And, and then we uh, hear the music. Right. And it sounds like that square dancing music. Yeah. And Ned is calling the square dancing cadence. While the rest of the family claps and dances, all of the uh, all of them, all yes. of them look alike. All of them. They all look like Ned, and it was weird. We were talking about this before we recorded. I know all of all the wives look like Maud, though. Yeah. So. So I don't know. Are they marrying into the same family? Do they all have the same genetic predisposition predisposition to be attracted to the same? Kind of woman? Yes, I don't know. Anyway, I don't know. it's weird. Mm-hmm. And so, Homer's like, hey, Flanders! And for all the Flanders, all of them, the male Flanders, anyway, mm-hmm. I'll go, hidely ho, neighborino! Shut up! Oakley doakley! <laughs> and so they all do that in uh-huh. unison. Uh-huh. And Homer's offended. He says, Dad, you're having a family reunion and you didn't invite me? <laughs> yeah. He, he doesn't even like being his neighbor, but he wants to be considered family. And uh, Flanders goes, oh, gosh, Homer, this is strictly a, a Flanders affair. I've got family here from around the globe. Here's Jose Flanders. Buenos ding dong dilio, senor. And this is Lord Thistlewick Flanders. Charmed. And then Ned kind of nudges him in the back. Uh, a googly doogly. <laughs> He wasn't very enthusiastic about it. Yeah, that. but I guess that's a old stereotype humor that the British have no humor, right? Like British yeah, humor. no humor and uh, no emotions. Bad food. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. <laughs> so then Homer goes, I can't believe you didn't invite me. He squints his eyes. He says, after I painted those cool stripes all over your car? And then he snaps his fingers. I know. I'll throw my own barbecue. The greatest barbecue this town has ever seen. I'll only invite who I want. That'll show you. And then Ned asks him, can I come? Sure. He kind of walks away. He goes, no! <laughs> when he realizes he just Instantly picked himself up. Instantly just ruined his own plan. Yep. Oh, boy. So then we switch, we switch, not switch. We switch the scene and we see the family gathered around the dinner table. And Homer goes, this barbecue will be hard. Thankless work. But I'm sure you're up for it, Marge. My goodness. <laughs> I guess he's not planning on working on his own barbecue or something. I guess not. But Marge says, well, it would be it could be a good chance to get to know our neighbors outside of a courtroom setting. Wow. Uh, what kind of shenanigans are Bart and Homer getting into? Know, right? So Homer goes, You know what you should serve, Marge? More of these lamb chucks. They're these are the best ever. Which is why thank you, Homie. 
might say the secret ingredient is salt. Is wow. Yes. But there's a stereotype about uh, white people in cooking. Yes, there is. Very bland. Very bland, right? So, so you got to uh, throw in your spices when they're not looking or something. <laughs> That's true. I forgot about that. Uh-huh. So the family all begins to chow down on the lamb chops, but Lisa kind of like sees a picture of that baby lamb appearing before her. And then the back leg falls off to be the lamb chop. And Lisa, the lamb goes in a ba... little ba voice. Yeah. Goes, please, Lisa, I thought you loved me. Love me. <laughs> It's so hard. Notice it. She's like, what's wrong, Lisa? Didn't you get enough lamb chops? And she puts some more pieces on her plate. She says, I can't eat this. I can't eat a poor little lamb. She pushes her plate away. Right. And Homer says, Lisa, get a hold of yourself. This is lamb, not a lamb. <laughs> <laughs> I failed to see the distinction. I mean, it makes sense in its own Homer way. Yeah. So Lisa goes, what's the difference between this lamb and the one that kissed me? This one spent two hours in the broiler. Takes a big bite out of it. <laughs> and Marge goes, Bart! Sensible bites. All right, Lisa. If you don't want lamb chops, there are uh, other things I can make. Chicken breasts. And then she, like, sees the chicken in her head and she sees the breast part fall off. Mm-hmm. Rump roast. She sees the cow and then she sees the butt fall off, right? Hot dogs. And it's uh, a, a raccoon. A shoe. A rat. Yes, a rat. And I forget what else. There's one, oh, more, there's one more thing, yeah. Yeah, it's a bird or something like yeah, that. Yeah, right? a pigeon, yeah, a pigeon. Pigeon, there uh-huh. you go. And that makes the hot dog Frank. Uh, yes. Uh, so Lisa goes, no, I can't. I can't eat any of them. And so we're just, Homer just stops and like, whoa, wait a minute, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. Lisa, honey, are you saying you're never going to eat any animal again? What about bacon? No. Ham? No. Pork chops? Dad? Those all come from the same animal. And Homer like chuckles. <laughs> yeah, right, Lisa. A wonderful, magical animal. <laughs> Homer's a big pork guy. Oh, God. Homer loves his pork. Yeah. More than he loves beef. More than he loves chicken. I'm not going to say more than he loves beer. Probably not. Yeah, because that's probably not true. Yeah. Pork isn't my favorite, but it is delicious. Yes. Uh-huh. And then Bart says, I think Lisa's right. Eating meat is bad. <laughs> and then Lisa slaps him, right? The chop comes out of his mouth, uh-huh. but it lands in Homer's mouth. And Homer goes, I'm sorry, Bart goes, hey, that's my chop. And he bites the other end, and then they start fighting like dogs over it, just growling. <laughs> Lisa just rolls her eyes while this is happening. So next thing we know, we're at Springfield Elementary. Yes, we're assuming this is the next day. Uh huh. Lisa's in class and she's talking about her problem. It's like, oh, my family just doesn't understand my newfound vegetarianism. Compared to the, uh, the public school, compared to them, the public schools are a haven of enlightenment. Wow. Yeah. And so Miss Hoover says, "Okay, class, time to dissect our words." And the class cheers. So Miss Hoover puts a worm in a pan, right, in the dissection tray. And so she addresses the class. She's like, all right, first pin them down so they don't fly up and hit you in the eye. 
And then Ralph goes, um, Miss Hoover? And so goes, yes, Ralph, what is it? Uh, my worm went into my mouth and then I ate it. Can I have another one? The worm went into his mouth. And then he ate it. Yeah. Whoa. Gross. Uh -huh. He says, no, Ralph, there aren't any more. She said, just try and sleep while the other children were. <laughs> Ralph goes, oh boy, sleep. That's where I'm a Viking. <laughs> So Lisa looks right, down. Right, right what do you think Martin dreams about? Oh god, I don't know. You gonna remember that last episode where we Oh that's right! That's right. Oh, oh Martin. Yes. Yes. Oh, if you don't know what I'm referring to, guys, listen to the latest and greatest Halloween episode. Yes. Mm -hmm. Super funny. Yes. So Lisa looks down at the worm as it wriggles. And the worm still... She has the voice again. Yes. She does, Lisa, what did I ever do to you? <laughs> and Lisa's like, why does it sound... Why does it talk like a lamb? For real, that's the thing. What? Uh-huh. So she picks up her knife and she brings it closer to the worm. She's about to slice it open, but her conscience forces her to put the knife down. And she goes, Miss um, Hoover, I don't think I can dissect an animal. I think it's wrong. So we're very calmly says, okay, Lisa, I respect your moral objection. And apparently, next to your desk, under your desk, there's a button there, a red button, and it says independent thought alarm, right? Yeah. Like a bank alarm or something. Yeah. So she pushes the button, right? And uh, we don't know where that message goes to nope. just yet, right? So the, sh the scene moves over to the cafeteria lunch line. Yes. And... You can see some of the entrees that they're offering. Giblet McNiblets. Yeah, Giblet McNiblets. Salisbury balls instead of Salisbury steak. Yeah. And then cow legs. Yeah, just whole cow legs there. That's not the best way to feed kids. No, not at all, no. So Lisa goes uh, ex to lunch lady Doris, right? She goes, uh, excuse me, isn't there any anything here that doesn't have any meat in it? Possibly the meatloaf. <laughs> <laughs> and Lisa goes, well, I believe you're required to provide a vegetarian alternative. And so she picks up a hot dog, right? And then she shakes the, the Frank out, and then she puts the bun on Lisa's tray. Yum! It's rich in bunly goodness. Now Lisa just stares at her. Do you remember when you lost the passion for this work? Wow! <laughs> and so Lunch Lady Doris... Just like Miss Hoover. By the way, she's smoking this whole time, right? In the cafeteria. She removes her cigarette. She reaches under the uh, the counter and she presses her independent thought alarm. Now we find out where it goes. Yes, because we're in Principal Skinner's office when he notices the alarm go off. Oh, uh-oh, two independent thought alerts in one day. The students are overstimulated. Willie, remove all the colored chalk from the classroom. And Willie looks at him and says, I warned you! Didn't I warn you? That colored chalk was forged by Lucifer himself! How can colored chalk be what so. A boring weird. school where that gets the kids going. Yeah. So then we cut back to Lisa and Bart, and they're at on the couch back at home. They're in there watching Itchy and Scratchy. And the title for this uh, particular Itchy and Scratchy cartoon is Esophagus Now. I guess that's a... Play on Apocalypse Now? Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. And so Lisa says, I never realized before, but 
some of the itchy and scratchy cartoons send the message that violence against animals is funny. Isn't that all they do? This, this you know what this cartoon that line was way ahead of its time way ahead of its time because if I heard it now I would not be surprised no back then 95 like, yeah they were like what the hell are you talking about like, what yeah yep. so Bart then says they what cartoons don't have a message Lisa then he moves toward the door they're just a bunch of hilarious stuff you know like people getting hurt and stuff 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 like that and then Homer uh, swings the door open, slamming it into Bart. Yep. And it was funny. Mm-hmm. And so Homer says, Look, kids, I just got my invitations back from the printers. And he hands them to uh, Lisa. They're shaped like pigs. Yes. And uh, Lisa reads it. Come to Homer's BBBQ. The extra B is for BYOBB. Like, what's the that extra B for? Homer goes, It was a typo. <laughs> So uh-huh. Homer, all you have to put is barbecue, and then on the bottom, BYOB. Yes. That's all you have. And so Lisa says, Dad, can't you have some other type of party, one where you don't serve meat? And Homer goes, all normal people love meat. If you want, if you went to a barbecue and there was no meat, I would say, yo, Goober, where's the meat? I'm trying to impress people here, Lisa. You don't want friends with salad. And I think that is one of the wisest things Homer says in the entire Simpsons lore. Mm. That whole quote right there, especially the end. You don't win friends with Seth. No, you win them with steak and beer. Yes. And so Bart comes in, and hearing this, he says, you don't win friends with salad. You don't win friends with salad. You don't win friends with salad. And then Homer and then Marge join in. They yeah, do a little conga. You don't win friends, friends with salad. salad. You don't win friends with salad. And then Lisa turns and goes, Mom! And Marge's like, I don't even take sides. I just got caught up in the rhythm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I, I like that scene right there. Yeah, that's a great scene. Uh-huh. So then we move the scene back to Springfield Elementary. And Principal Skinner is standing in front of projector in Miss Hoover's classroom. And he goes, good morning, class. A certain agitator, for privacy's sakes, let's call her Lisa S., no, no, that's too obvious. Uh, let's say L. Simpson. And Lisa just slaps her forehead like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Has raised questions about certain school policies. So, in the interest in creating an open dialogue, sit silently and watch this film. That's a good line. Open dialogue. In the interest sit- of creating an open dialogue. And of course, the film starts, and it's an older film, you can tell. Mm -hmm. And it says, The Meat Council presents Meat and You, Partners in Freedom. And then we see on the bottom, it's number right, number Mm -hmm. 3, FO3, in the Resistance is Useless series. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my Uh goodness. All right. So then, uh, who is the guy in this particular industrial film? So we hear... Hello, I'm Troy McClure. <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. Right? And so, you may remember me from such educational films as 2 minus 3 equals negative fun and Firecrackers, the silent killer. I always love these titles, man. Yes. They're always so silly. Yeah. So, there's a little kid there with uh, Troy, right? He goes, Mr. McClure? Says, oh, hello, Bobby. And the kid goes, Jimmy. I'm curious... As to how meat gets from the ranch to my stomach. 
And so Troy says, whoa, 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 slow down, Jimmy. You just asked a mouthful. It all starts here in the high-density feedlot. And so we see the cows there, right? Uh -huh. And by the way, we should say when he was walking into the frame, he's walking on top of the cows. Yes. It's all packed in there. Uh -huh. And he says, then when the cattle are just right and he wipes his finger on the back of a cow and tastes it, <laughs> he says, yeah, young, it's time for them to graduate from Bovine University. <laughs> so then we hear a horn honk, and there's a siren, and the cattle begin to move up on the conveyor belt into the meatpacking plant. Mm -hmm. And so Troy says, come on, Jimmy, let's take a peek at the killing floor. Oh. Don't let the name throw you, Jimmy. It's not really a floor. It's more of a steel grating that allows material to slice, sludge through so it can be collected and exported. Uh, yeah, I don't think he was. I don't think he was scared by the uh, by the yeah. floor. It's the killing part, right? Mm -hmm. So they walk through the door of the plant, and you hear move, and then yeah. a bunch of cows uh, hit the floor. Right, uh, electricity noise all up in the uh, air there in the background the camera is panning back right and then we see a truck that's leaving the factory and says meat for you and it's loaded with a bunch of meat right yeah mm -hmm. and so then we see troy and jimmy emerge from the other side of the building and jimmy is like, don't look good he's shaking he's pale jimmy is shook he is really shook now i will say that yeah, not the easiest thing to watch, the processing no. of a cow. No. Not. Mm -mm. Delicious in the end, but yeah, it, I mean. A little, especially for a little kid that grew up in a city? Yeah, exactly. Oh my God. I mean, I'd like to think we're a little more callous to that being Texan, but. <laughs> especially Mexican. Yeah, down here. Yeah, you go to. I mean, we string up goats in our front yard, you know what yeah. I mean? Like You can go down to the supermarket and find an entire cow's head. Exactly, there. yeah. Mm -hmm. All right, so there you go. And so Troy asks him, getting hungry, Jimmy? <laughs> and Jimmy is kind of like still shaking, right? Oh, uh, Mr. McClure, I have a crazy friend that, say, that says it's wrong to eat meat. Is he crazy? He says, no, just ignorant. <laughs> <laughs> you see, your crazy friend never heard of the food chain. And what does the food chain look like in this video? Oh, my God. Um... Basically, every animal you can think of. Uh, pointing into a human's mouth. Pointing to a human's mouth. That's exactly what it is. Mm -hmm. and, and so, they're all pointing. So, just ask this scientician. And the scientician looks up at the microscope and goes, uh. And they cut off. Uh, and then it says, he'll tell you that in nature, one creature invariably eats another creature to survive. And so, they like do like those Discovery Channel videos with the lion chasing down a like a gazelle, gazelle or something mm -hmm. like that, right? And then, uh, let's see the other one. Uh, they get ridiculous. Yeah. We see like a gorilla in a tree and then like a shark comes out of the water and eats it. Yeah. I was like, shark in a river? Gorilla? Yeah. Gorilla? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Hell of a fight. But yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so, uh, they're all eating. They said, don't kid yourself, Jimmy. If a cow ever got the chance... Eat you and everyone you care about. <laughs> so the camera then pans over to, and just at the face of the cow while it's chewing its cud, to 
to make like, it look evil. And yeah, they play like music behind it, right? Mm-hmm. And so Jimmy goes, yeah. "Wow, Mr. McClure, I was a grade A moron to ever question eating meat." And Troy laughs like, "Yes, you were, Jimmy. Yes, you were." He's rubbing his head. <laughs> Jimmy goes, "Uh, you're hurting me." <laughs> and the film ends. Ah, yeah. uh, Phil Hartman, we miss him. Mm-hmm. And so. Lisa is just very upset at this, right? She says out loud, they can't seriously expect us to swallow that tripe. And Principal Skinner comes in. Now as a special treat, courtesy of our friends from the Meat Council, please help yourself to this tripe. And the class cheers. Yeah, they all run to this table loaded with tripe. Ugh. It didn't even look like it was cooked. No. Or didn't. seasoned. Yeah. Tripas, guys. Yes. Tripas, tripitas. Yeah. Uh, Not a big fan. No. It has to be a fry. It's gotta be really crunchy, yeah. Mm-hmm. Then I'll consider it. Yeah. But yeah, no, no thank you. And so Lisa's upset. She says, stop it, stop it. Don't you realize you've been brainwashed by corporate propaganda? Jane, and then the Janie, the, the little black girl, yeah. she goes, hmm, apparently my crazy friend hasn't heard of the food chain. And then Uter's there saying, yeah, Lisa's a great A moron. <laughs> and then we turn to Ralph. This is where Ralph shines. Yes. And this is my favorite line from this episode. It's a good one. La- Ralph goes, when I grow up, I'm going to Bovine University. <laughs> I think he failed to make the connection that uh, graduating from Bovine University yeah. is being slaughtered from Bovine University. By the way, my favorite line in this movie is from Ralph also, but it's not this one. Oh. <laughs> I hope we get there. We will. And so the scene changes, right? We're back at Homer's Barbecue, and we see the whole street, Evergreen Terrace, mm-hmm. is just cars, right? Everybody's parked out there. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Homer's at the door greeting all the guests, and Barney comes through, and he has a, a, a dolly, mm-hmm. and he's got a beer keg on it. And he says, hi, Homer, thanks for inviting me to your barbecue. Homer's like, oh, Barney, you brought a whole beer keg? He says, yeah, where can I fill it up? <laughs> Uh, oh God. I mean, yeah, I'm throwing a party. That doesn't mean you can take a keg, a keg full of beer with you. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Jesus, man. Oh my. So we we go back. <coughs> we go to the back where they're actually having the party, right? People are sitting everywhere. They're eating, and it's one of my favorite scenes all time. Yes. We see Homer standing in front of the grill. He cracks. He gets a lighter fluid can. He opens it up, and he prepares the grill. How does he prepare the grill? So he just starts squeezing. The whole can. He, he throws the can. Uh-huh. He pulls out another can. <laughs> squeezes it even harder. Empties mm-hmm. that one, too. Mm-hmm. And then he lights the match, throws it in, and he, like, backs up, right? Uh-huh. And it's just a... Fire. Yeah. I was expecting a mushroom cloud after all exactly. that. Exactly. Don't mm-hmm. try that at home. No. By the way, I noticed something about his grill. What is that? It's got knobs on it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it's a... Uh, it's a gas grill. And he's putting charcoal in there. Yeah. I don't get it. That's the one thing that I have to disagree with our other friend Hank Hill. That's the, only, that's the one thing oh, God, that I yes. have to disagree with Hank Hill. Sorry. Mm-hmm. The food tastes better when it's from charcoal, not the gas grill. 
guys, if you invite me over to a barbecue and it's from a gas grill, I ain't going. <laughs> I ain't going. Now, I'm not trashing ga gas grills. There's a, there's uses Find for them. Place. Right? You, you uh, lost power and you don't have a gas grill. You can cook your food outside. It's an outdoor kitchen. Yeah. Um, the gas goes out. Cool, right? You go out and you cook outside on the on the gas grill. Do not put steaks on that thing. No, no. You're better off putting it in a pan and butter. Yeah, mm -hmm. cast iron pan. Butter. Yes, yes. <laughs> For everybody. Uh -huh. All right, all right, all right. We're making ourselves hungry. Oh yes. Okay, so Lisa walks out. She says, "Wait, Dad, I got good news, everyone. You don't have to eat meat." I've got enough gazpacho for everyone. Everyone starts like talking to themselves. They're like, what the? It's like, it's tomato soup served ice cold. And everyone starts laughing their ass off. And then we hear Bart, uh, not Bart, Barney yell, go back to Russia. <laughs> <laughs> That's so I think he confused that with borscht. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, cold soup, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so... Lisa's upset. She goes up to her room, right? She's crying in bed. And everybody's enjoying the barbecue, right? We see Dr. Hibbert. Mm -hmm. right? He eats a hot dog. He's like, ooh, diagnosis? Delicious. And then Homer goes, I've got a prescription for you. Another hot beef injection. <laughs> Homer. Uh, That's pretty sus. Yeah, one of those moments. That's they pretty got away sus. With that one. Yes, they did. I'm pretty sure that was a, let's see if we can get away with this. That's <laughs> uh, the writer. And it went by, it went through the sensors. Yep. Mm -hmm. And then we see Wiggum, I love this. And mm -hmm. he's there, and he's already leaning back. His stomach's all big, and he's breathing heavy. Uh, all right, bring me another one of those burgers, would you? Can't quite seem to stand up over my own power anymore. <laughs> and Homer just goes, one whopper for the copper. And he throws him the burger. Says another burger, Dad, and he goes, Here you go, and he flips the burger into the air. Uh, but we don't see where it lands just yet, yeah. So we cut back to Lisa, and she's there, she's talking to herself, she's like, It's bad enough they're all eating meat, they don't have to rub my face in it. And just at that moment, that burger patty flies into her, her bedroom window and whew, lands in her face, yes, rubbing she her face. She is in. upset, she kind of growls. Yeah. And then we cut back to Homer, who's wheeling out a very big grill. And he goes, okay, everybody, it's the moment you've all been waiting for. The pigs de resistance. And then he uncovers a rotisserie pig with an apple in its mouth. Yep, and the crowd is ooing and aahing, right? Uh -huh. This part's funny. Wiggum's laughing. He looks up right next to the pigs. So it's just Wiggum's face and the pig's face in frame. And he's just laughing. Ah, ah, look at his nose. Of course, just like his too. Yep. Mm -hmm. uh, you know they did that because he's a cop, right? Yeah, pig him, chief, exactly. pig him. Uh huh. So Ned stands up, a glass in his hand. He goes, "Congratulations, Homer! Your cue is a huge success. Hey, a toast to the host who can boast the most roast." He had to make it lame, right? Yes, he did. So Homer says, thanks, Flanders. I have to agree. 
that everything certainly, and is, before he finishes, we see Lisa roll in on the lawn tractor, pushing the pig grill away. Mm-hmm. Right? And the crowd gasps. And uh, Marge yells, Bart, no! And Bart's standing right next to him, like, what? He's like, sorry, force of habit. Lisa, no! <laughs> Uh, That's pretty funny. Yes. So next thing we know, we see Bart and Homer running wildly after Lisa until she pushes the pig grill off the top of the slope and it just goes downhill. So next thing you know, the pig passes through a hedge. And we get, this is one of my favorite scenes. Yes, this is so good. Series so this. good, yes. And so they're chasing it. It goes to the hedge, and Homer's like, this is a little dirty. This is a little dirty. It's still good. It's still good. So then it passes traffic. It jumps a bridge and lands in the water. It's just a little slimy. It's still good. It's still good. Then it gets caught in a dam, the, the little, uh, what do you call it? The spillway? The, yeah, yeah. The little emergency uh, release thing, right? And it's jammed in there, and the pressure's building. And before you know it, the pig shoots out like a missile. Yes. Mm-hmm. And Homer says, it's just a little airborne. It's still good. It's still good. And Bart says, it's gone. I know. <laughs> so next thing we know, we see Mr. Burns and Smithers in the nuclear power plant. And Burns goes, you know, Smithers, I think I'll donate a million dollars to the local orphanage. When pigs fly. And they both start laughing. And just as they're laughing, we see the pig go across the window. Smithers looks at Mr. Burns and says, will you be donating that million dollars now, sir? And then he goes, no, I'd still prefer not. <laughs> Evil. Cla- classic Burns. Classic Burns. And so Homer and Bart are in the backyard, and Homer's looking at the sky with binoculars. And Bart's like, give it up, Dad. Piggy ain't coming back. So Homer's upset. Calls out to Lisa. Lisa, you ruined my barbecue. I demand you apologize this second. And Lisa goes, I'm never, ever apologizing because I was standing up for a just cause. And you were wrong, wrong, wrong. Now, if you'll excuse me, I'm going to my room. That's it. Go to your room. (laughs) Uh, That's not exactly a punishment because she was doing that anyway. But it's just something so funny every time Homer says that, right? Yes, yes. (laughs) So the family is sitting down at the breakfast table next in the next scene, right? And Homer turns to Marge and goes, Marge, since I'm not talking to Lisa, would you please pass me the syrup? And so Marge goes, Dear, please pass your father the syrup. And Lisa goes, says, Bart, tell Dad I will only pass syrup if he won't use it on any meat product. So Marge just looks at Homer and says, You dunking your sausages in that syrup, homeboy? And uh, Homer goes, Marge, tell Bart I just want to drink a nice glass of syrup like I do every morning. Yes. Oh, my God. The second of all, Marge says, Homer, you're not not talking (laughs) to me. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Marge says, tell tell him yourself. You're ignoring Lisa, not Bart. (laughs) Uh, And Homer goes, Bart, thank your mother for pointing that out. (laughs) So Marge goes, Homer, you're not not talking to me. And secondly, I heard what you said. And then Homer goes, Lisa, tell your mother to get off my case. And so Bart says, uh, Dad, Lisa's the one you're not talking to. And Homer goes, Bart, go to your room. (laughs) 
That's so good. And so Lisa just says, why don't you just eat him, Dad? I don't need any suggestions, uh, any serving suggestions from you. You barbecue wrecking know-nothing know-it-all. That was a good one, by the way. That was a good one. Uh-huh. And so Lisa says, that's it. I can't live in a house with this prehistoric carnivore. I'm out of here. And she leaves and slams the door. Homer goes, that's it. Go to your room. Uh, oh, God. We had three really, really close together. So funny. Oh, God. And, you know, I, I have to admit, like, that makes me laugh also because I think back to a kid and my dad sounded, sounded exactly like <laughs> Go to your room. That's it. Go to your room. <laughs> uh, oh, man, the good old days. <laughs> So next thing we know, we see Lisa walking across the street from where Sherry, Terry, Jeannie, and Ralph are playing. And we hear Sherry and Terry, look at Mrs. Potato Head. She has the head made out of lettuce. And they giggle, of course. Uh And this is my favorite line of the episode. Ralph is sitting in a tree branch, and he just says, I can't believe I used to go out with you. And rolls his eyes. (laughs) Yep. And Janie goes, are you going to marry a carrot, Lisa? And Lisa's just like, yes, I'm going to marry a carrot. And Sherry and Terry, oh, she admitted it. She's going to marry a carrot. Yes, kids. Mm -hmm. And so Lisa's walking around. She walks by a crusty burger. And she sees a a sign there that says, try our new beef-flavored chicken. Uh, Gross. Yeah, gross. Beef-flavored chicken? No, thank you. No. And she looks up to see a billboard and says, don't eat beef. And she smiles for a second, right? But then the board switches and it says, eat deer. <laughs> she throws her hands up in the air and she goes to Quickie Mart. And she sees a sign there that says, premier gourmet hot dogs, eight for 99 cents. How gourmet could they be? Oh, my God. So Lisa goes, the whole world wants me to eat meat. I can't fight it anymore. So she walks up, grabs a hot dog and bites into it. And she goes, there, is everyone happy now? And just then, Apu comes out. He says, I take it from your yelling that you like my tofu dogs. Lisa goes, tofu? He says, oh, yes, no meat whatsoever. And only thrice the fat of a normal hot dog. I made the switch and nobody noticed. Three times the fat of a normal hot dog? You're better off with a normal hot dog. And Lisa goes, but why, Apu? He says, of course, I am a vegetarian. Haven't you ever seen my t-shirt? And he's got a shirt that says it has a cow, but it's crossed out. It says, don't have a cow, man. Yeah. Making fun of themselves. Uh-huh. Like they always do. And Lisa goes, hey, 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 that's cute. And so he says, here, let me show you something. Right? And he walks to the cooler where it says non-alcoholic beer, but he opens the door, but there's a whole staircase behind it. Right? And they go up the stairs, right? And Lisa goes, wow, a secret staircase. But what do you do if someone wants wants a non-alcoholic beer? You know, it's never come up. <laughs> By the way, uh, have you ever partaken of uh, non-alcoholic beer? I have partaken in the non-alcoholic beer. I don't know you. Now, I will say, I don't know you. I will say this. I, I don't know you! <laughs> That's my purse. <laughs> Different show. Yes, yes. But uh, I will say this. I tried one way back when, and of course it was yeah. However, I will say, like in the past couple of years, I've noticed that there's actually like 
breweries making ones that and making them trying to taste good. Yeah. And they're actually decent, like as far as taste. Yeah. No reward, but you know, I guess if, but it's good for, uh, I guess if you're just going off the alcohol and you just want a good tasting beverage with your meal or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's evolved, but yeah, not my, uh, not my choice. Yep. When I was uh, over in Iraq, um, some of the guys got uh, lucky and they got picked for R&R over in Doha. And they got flown to Doha, and the army provided them nice cold beer, non-alcoholic beer. Um, uh, so one of my friends did go, and he says, I didn't try it, but uh, he says a bunch of these guys did try it. And uh, I guess it tastes kind of like beer, because uh, they were getting drunk. Yeah, I've heard that they've done studies on stuff like that. Yeah. They don't tell people that it's not alcoholic and they start acting all rowdy like they're drunk. That's crazy. Yeah, it's association. Yeah. You associate that beer taste with uh, alcohol. So you just have the beer taste. You think you're getting alcohol, so you'll start getting loopy. Wow. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. But, you know, I guess when you're in the desert, any kind of beer will do. Yeah, I guess so. Mm -hmm. As long as it's cold at that point. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so uh, they go up the secret staircase and at the top of the stairs they open the door and the rooftop of the quickie mart is actually like a garden right? mm -hmm. a really nice garden yes beautiful right yeah. Lisa goes oh Apu it's beautiful he says yes this is where I come when I need some refuge from the modern world or when I want to see drive-in movies for free and he points <laughs> next door the drive-in drive right theater. there right uh -huh. he's like I know it's not easy to be a vegetarian Lisa and Lisa goes that's why I ran away from home and wouldn't you know it, one of the Simpsons guys' favorite people comes out of the bush. None other than Paul McCartney. He's being he's being uh, sarcastic here, guys. Very sarcastic. Simpsons guy hates the Beatles. Yes, I do. And so he comes out and like, what? She's leaving home. And Lisa goes, wow, Paul McCartney? I read about you in history class. So where's your wife, Linda? Yeah, the wife at the time. Yes. And... Is right here, Lisa, and she comes out of the bush. Like, Whenever we're in Springfield, we like to hang out in Apu's garden in the shade. And Paul McCartney goes, We met him in India years ago during the Maharishi days. And Apu says, Back then I was known as the fifth beetle. Uh -uh. Say it right. How he said it. What? The fifth beetle. Oh, beetle, that's right. That's, <laughs> that's yeah. uh, so uh, Paul rolls his eyes and goes, Sure you were, Apu. No, there actually is a fifth beetle. Yes. But they're many. Mm -hmm. But then signed him on, yeah. They, that's the fifth, the fifth beetle. beetle. Yes. Yeah. All right. And so Apu says, you know what, Lisa? Paul and Linda are vegetarians too. In fact, Linda has her own line of vegetarian entrees. And Lisa goes, Apu, I'm I'm sure the last thing they want to talk about is. And then she jumps in. Right? Like, we weren't satisfied with the other vegetarian meals on the market. You'd be surprised how often you find a big hunk of pork in them. And Lisa goes, yeah. And so Paul starts this whole thing. Linda and I both feel strongly about animal rights. In fact, if you play Maybe I'm Amazed Backwards, you'll hear a recipe for a really ripping lentil soup. Such a square. Yeah. Such a square. Now, I will admit, I've had some good lentil soup in my life, but I'm not going to... I wouldn't call it ripping. Yeah. Yeah, I would, yeah. Ripping, I don't know. Yeah. 
That's you might be ripping uh, gas uh, like hours yeah. after. But. That's some, you know, ripping all of the rest in my life. Oh, but, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Woo! There you go. But, you know, that, it helps when it's really cold that day. Yes. That's when you enjoy it the most. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Lisa goes, when will all these fools that you learn, learn that you can be perfectly healthy simply eating vegetables, fruit, grain, and cheese? And a pooza. Oh, cheese! And Lisa goes, you don't eat cheese, Apu? He's like, no, I don't eat any food that comes from an animal. And Lisa goes, oh, then you must think I'm a monster. Yes, indeed, I do think that. (laughs) But I learned years ago, long ago, Lisa, to tolerate others rather than forcing my beliefs on them. You know, you can influence people without bantering them always. It's like Paul's song, live and let live. And Paul goes, actually, it was live and let die. Whatever, whatever. It had a good rhythm. <laughs> <laughs> Lisa goes, I guess I have been pretty hard on a lot of people, especially my dad. Thank you, guys. Wait, that means Apu's vegan, not vegetarian. If you won't eat cheese. Did he say anything about eating eggs? Well, any food that comes from an animal. Oh, that's true. Yeah, so, so he is vegan, yes. Yes, yeah, so then he would be vegan. Not right? vegetarian. But again, this was 95, guys. Yeah. The vernacular wasn't. As common as it is. Yeah, people weren't going around uh, introducing themselves as vegan. Yes, you just were. You mm, were. Yes. And so Paul says, uh, Lisa, before you go, would you like to hear a song? And Lisa goes, Wow, that would be great. And so he says, Okay, take it, Apu. And Apu has a, like a bongo drum, uh-huh. right? And he starts singing really badly. It's Sergeant Pepper's lolly hearts come back. <laughs> <laughs> he starts thinking Sergeant Pepper, which is yes. hilarious. And Lisa kind of like slinks away, walking backward. Yeah. Uh, until she's going to walk out of the store, walk back home, and she sees Homer. Yes. And Homer's looking for her. Everywhere. Mm-hmm. He's literally walking down the street, like looking in the sewer, saying, Lisa! Come home before everyone finds out what a horrible father I am. And Lisa goes, hi, Dad. Looking for me? I don't know. You looking for me? Lisa goes, I don't know. Oh, Lisa, I was looking for you. I want to apologize. I don't know exactly what went wrong, but it's always my fault. (laughs) And Lisa goes, actually, Dad, this time I was wrong. (gasps) Two. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) So then she keeps going. When I was gone, I had some really good advice from Paul McCartney, from Paul and Linda McCartney. Oh, rock stars. Is there anything they don't know? <laughs> and she goes, I still stand by my beliefs, by my beliefs, but I can't defend what I did. I'm sorry I messed up your barbecue. He's like, I understand, honey. I used to believe in things when I was a kid. He says, come on, I'll give you a piggyback. I mean, a veggie back ride home. And they both giggle, and Lisa uh, climbs on his back, and we end the episode this way. While maybe I'm amazed, plays. Yes. Right, great song. Mm-hmm. So cool little. Uh, there's a cool little moment there with Lisa and Holmes. Yes. Right. Their their bond is further strengthened over that. Mm-hmm. Right? So pretty cool. Uh, Marge. Bart, no! Oh, that's so and that's the scene, right? Yes. And, uh-huh. So, uh, 
What do you think of this particular episode? Oh, this is five. This is five all day. Five star, five yes, donut this episode. Is five donuts all day and twice on Sunday, like you say. Mm-hmm. It's it's just it's important to the lore, right? Mm-hmm. Lisa's coming into her character even more here. Yep. This is when, the moment it happens. The moment she became a vegetarian. Yep. Um, just the jokes are so good. It's just a little airborne. It's still good. It's still yes, good. That's so good. Uh, them fighting over the pork chop like dogs. Yes. The Troy McClure video. The independent thought alarm. Uh-huh. Grandpa in the beginning. like the Lunch lady door smoking in the cafeteria yes. while serving the kids food. Yeah. The go to your room part. Uh-huh. The out of the way you in the beginning. Oh, that's funny. Uh, Homer's he, pretty vicious. He is. But yeah, and then like you said, the bard, no! <laughs> All the Flanders, mm-hmm. the, the Mexican Flanders is hilarious. Yep. Hey, Don Diggle Diaz, senor. Senor. Uh-huh. But yes, this is a total five donut episode for you. Um, I agree. Five donuts. Um This might be uh, creeping toward the top ten. It, I, I would say... Yeah, either creeping, definitely, I'll say for sure, top 15. Yeah. But um, it could be in the top 10. Yeah. This was way, way up there. Um, like you said, it's a very important episode when it comes to the development of the characters. Uh, we see Lisa declare herself vegetarian. Uh, Homer and Lisa don't agree on just about anything, mm-hmm. but they still love each other. Yep, they nice. still treat each other with respect as much as they can. Right. And you see that Homer is not as dense as he always is. Because that one line is like, I don't know what's wrong, but it's usually my fault. Like, yeah. <laughs> he knows. He knows he's not smart. And she is. <laughs> uh-huh. um, anything else we'd like to mention about this particular episode? I feel like eating a burger now. <laughs> oh, God. Tell me about it. Uh, but no, I mean, even, even the little part, like when they throw in Mr. Burns, just to be a jerk for five seconds. Great. Yeah. God. Oh, I'd rather not. Or Wiggum can't even breathe. Uh-huh. You know, all that stuff is just all those little details in this episode are great. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so before we sign off, uh, I'd like to remind all of you to please uh, like, subscribe, or follow us. Rate. Rate. You know, give, if you give us a rating, uh, uh, one of those uh, thumbs up or whatever on your favorite uh, podcasting uh, platform, it it really does us solid. It helps people find our little show uh, a lot faster than they normally would. Yep. Uh, if you can think of any way we can make this show better for you, uh, go ahead and send us a DM on our official show Instagram page. Mm-hmm. And that's official underscore homers underscore donuts without the apostrophes. Uh, I post uh, memes on there. Sometimes at my expense. Yes. Uh, <laughs> those are my favorite, by the way. Uh, I, I kind of like my memes. That was funny. I that was like funny. I couldn't help but Yes. Uh, so, again, give us a follow on Instagram. Send us a DM on Instagram. Anything we can do to make this show better for you. And we will discuss it. And... We might even try it out. And, yeah. if, we, and if we keep doing it... we got plenty we'll, of episodes to experiment with. Yes. And if we keep doing that, we'll uh, go ahead and give you credit for that before we start to record 
that particular segment. Yeah. Uh huh. And uh, is there anything else you'd like to uh, let everybody know? Nope. Uh, if you're just getting back into the groove, though, work, hang in there. It'll get easier. And uh, always, thanks for listening. Shout out to all of our listeners that have been with us and all our new ones as well. Yes. Uh, by the way, uh, you think the Cowboys have a chance? I'm going to say no. You're trying to reverse the jinx? Yes. Yes. That's exactly what I'm doing. Yes. I'm we'll, going we'll to say no. It's going to be horrible. We have no chance. They're going to be subtastic. Yes. All right. And on that note... Arvoir suckers. <laughs>